No, they got rid of the uh, of the uh, curtains. It's Quaintance. Remember the curtains are gone. Oh, the acoustic curtains. Yeah. So now we sound That's... like we are in a fishbowl. Oh, I think we are. Did the, the curtains retain coronavirus? <laughs> no, that was that was debunked. <laughs> uh, Corona curtains. Oh, yeah. it's. I should say that. So, Mark, Eric, I don't know if I mentioned this, but Eric runs a coffee shop. And his daughter. And I like coffee. And they're good coffee. It's good coffee. So, as a way to entice you up there, there's some vodka over there that Eric's daughter makes. It looks like something my mother would make, only half the size. My my, my mom, who is still alive, is a Hungarian. No thanks to Mark, by the way. And uh, she would make that, but it was this tall. Mm. It was unbelievable. So that's for you. That's for you. So if you like it, you can. You can I drive to the North Shore with us. <laughs> to the North Shore with us. Yeah, I would drive for good. We'll drive for Babka. Okay, yeah, we'll drive for Babka. I yeah, like it's, that. It's all. Yeah. It's very good. Actually, yeah. the coffee is good. The bread is good. This won't be on the podcast. <laughs> so, oh, this has been rolling for two hours. <laughs> yeah. Not that long. Um, hopefully, I am recording. I am. Right. I am. So this is podcast. We have not met in person. In well, we met. In well, person. we did. We did. We did. Karen from uh, Canada. Oh, no, no, we haven't done a live, well, you and I have met in person, right. but we haven't done a fully live um, podcast for two months. Two months? Why do you say that? Just because I wanted to pick a random date. Okay. Oh, I know people who do that. Um, no, since February, probably January 2000, that's on now. We're going to try, I'll try using Premiere Pro to make them, integrate them, which okay. will be impossible. Um, I won't turn my cold shoulder to it, I forgot it was on. Correct. Um, since probably January of two. 2020, right? No, that's not right. That is not. Well, when did the right. pandemic start? Uh, that would have been late February of 2020. Yeah. Early March yeah. was the shutdown. By the way, this is the only meaningful thing that will occur during this entire podcast. And this is uh, end of May, mid-May 2021. Yes. So, so we probably haven't done a live one for a long time. Oh, we might have done video ones before that. Even that's right. Video. That's right. Yeah, we did a bunch uh, via Zoom or Teams. You're not being recorded, which is good. Which is good, because I'm not worth being recorded. <laughs> no. Lifelong problem. This is podcast 73, I think. I think it's more like 75. Could be, could be 100. We'll call it 100. You know, we'll do like uh, like lawyers number client files so the opposing side can't tell which matter this is. Like, because there's always a matter of Nobody one. cares what lawyers do. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll put it up like this will be a, a podcast 1,015. Exactly. Um, Why don't you do, use like Roman numerals oh, for our podcasts? We could. I think that would be much more pro- or hex. So we will X hex hex hexadecimal. Oh, I was like hex x like uh, what's his face's uh, kid, um, the Tesla guy's kid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That that's a formula for something. X ten or something. No, it's like a x a. It's like a long, compl- complicated algorithm. This is our guest. Oh, hi. Hi, Mark. It's Eric Modal, who is... Are you, are you, are you penalizing this to, early? No, no, I just introduced him. Uh, have you listened to any of these things? No, no not yet. Oh, no. for crying out loud. Do you know what you're in for? No, I don't. Oh, okay. We have a quiz for him now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Podcast 73, what is it in Roman numerals? Uh, uh, do we have to have a C in there? Take away um, like three X's and then add a two? A 50 thing, so what are you gonna XV, isn't it? Oh, so instead of taking away a hundred from a hundred, it's build up from 50. Isn't it an L thing? Yeah, an L, so an L, then a thing, 
depends on what side you put the X's on, right? Yeah, he bought his free cake, so. <laughs> true. True. He can say or do anything. So, Eric, what do you do? You know people? Yeah, he knows people. Wow. He knows people here. I don't know if the people are on the video. What do you do? So, what I do uh, is cultivate community. Oh, well, that's a not pile one of those. baloney that <laughs> I, I've never heard before. This is like do you? <laughs> and what does one do with a community when one gets uh, one? See, I'll that's start good. Yeah, when you uh, think about cultivate, what do you think? You think about you gotta have something to build with, don't you? First, uh, I think. Well, when I hear cultivate, I think four twenty type people, or <laughs> in your case, coffee bean type people. Yeah. Um, but what is cultivate community? That's what we all do. That's true. That's so true. But how do you monetize it? There's the trick. Oh. I'm sorry. What What do you actually do? So, so. I mean, what would what would Mark think you did if you had? What does the IRS think you did? Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah, the IRS thinks I, let's see, distribute coffee, I think. Okay. Distribute. Oh. Yeah. That's and bring coffee into the workplace. And distribution. Okay. You're a retailer, though, too. I mean, and not retailer, you're most retailer. recently, this year, IRS would see that I am paying taxes on retail. So, so that would be. You're selling uh, stuff. Yeah, so I'm selling stuff. The stuff you sell is coffee. Stuff I sell is coffee. So wait a minute. So Mark doesn't know you at all, and I know him barely. Um, how were you an you're an entrepreneur entrepreneur now to be clear? But what did you do before you did coffee? So you seem to know people around this place, and this is the Cambridge Innovation Center. So you right. must have done something. Yeah. So I worked for a distribution company before that for about 30 years. So that what kind gave of me, what it was coffee. Well, who was it? It was called Boston Bean Coffee Company. Oh, they're, they're big? They're yeah. big, yeah. Okay. And there were seven people and I helped grow it to many people after 30 years and decided I would like to do something that would be more people-centered. So were you? But similar in its, in its how it makes money. Were you a founder of said Boston Bean? I was um, number seven oh. hire. Yeah. So oh. was that wholesale, retail, both? Uh, just uh, business to business. So just in the trade. Correct. So that oh. would be sold to restaurants or small to cafes. mostly um, offices. Mostly offices. Work By the way, I, just to be clear, I just turned on recording now. We had a whole episode that we forgot to record. We, we the royal, we forgot to record. Oh, yeah. that's all good. Yeah, all good. Mostly you. Mostly that was the one I was, was not even there for. Yeah, that was so I forgot episode. to show up. Yeah, so we had <laughs> so we That's had, the only one I think I missed. We redid the episode the next day over a bottle of vodka. Oh, without the guest. Okay. Without me too. <laughs> <laughs> without Mark. Okay, so you were employee number seven at a tremendously, now tremendously large coffee distributor. Mm -hmm. And they're still in business. Mm -hmm. Sit closer to the mic because these mics stink. Um, so why did you leave? I left because am I, am I penalizing, by the way? very much so. Okay. I wanted to do something penalizing is larger. Penalizing is bad. Yeah. yeah. By the way, had what you, is had analyzing? You, had you listened to any of the oh. podcasts, you would know how to answer that. Yeah. <laughs> David has contrived, contrived this term, oh, look at that. Oh, which uh, which refers to the way I sometimes have a conversation with one of our guests. Oh, okay. And he'll, he, because I host a lot of panels, I moderate panels, and 
uh, David will say, Mark, you're panelizing. Panelizing means to act like a moderator where you translate everything that's said so the audience can understand. Or proceed it with a very long winded, long winded, verbose preamble. And he doesn't like that, and he'll make that sound. And yeah. since he's the editor, he can make that sound. Right. Got it. Right. So that's what panelizing is. Okay, so, okay. so you were a Ploy 7 with a tremendously large yeah. beam distribution company. Correct. And you yeah. decided it could be done better. Right. And? So I helped bring Pete's Coffee to market with no. them. And I did. No. Cold brew to market with them no. and help tire people hire and people. Wait a minute, grow oh. their, so the sales, uh, Those of us in the products to market, all of that. What did you have to do with Pete's Coffee? So, Pete's Coffee, let's see, before that it was Allegro, which um, was no. a part of, um, it, I, it was at Whole Foods. So, yes, it still is. So, and then um, Whole Foods purchased them. They were like Boulder, yeah, and so that's I drink uh, Pete's every morning. Major Dickinson's, blend. yeah, Major Dickinson. It was by Key Dickinson. He came in with Alfred Pete, and they put the blend together there in the Walnut Street Cafe. Yeah, interesting. The original cafe, I'm guessing, yeah. in like, right San in Berkeley. Berkeley, okay. Yeah, and I'm a long time as you were coffee connection guy. Me too. Way back oh, when, way back when yeah. the Newton one, and they'd make me a blend of four custom blend with yeah. four different things. After I tried all these different, this is not penalizing, by the way. This but is not. This is not. This is actually interesting. The only interesting thing you like, said this year, I think. Well, keep it on. It's been a limited enough it's been a year. Yeah, true. But yeah, so they, I, I kept saying I want something a little bit stronger. I don't, you know, I don't like weird flavors. So they came up with this blend, and I, I used to come in with a card that would say I want a quarter of this, quarter of that, quarter of this, quarter of that, and then they would hand it to me. And um, I had four stickers on the bag. I saw some of the old bags at home. It was great. It was mm -hmm. great. I loved the coffee connection. Yeah, which sure. for the two listeners, that and this is a panelizing or a comment from the editor. Coffee connection was purchased by Starbucks Correct. 35 years ago or so. 92 or so. 92, so 30 years ago. So wait a minute. We want, let's go back to get, let's get off your panelizing and learn mm -hmm. more about how you brought Pete's to market. Why not? Sure. So, uh, but it does stem from the Starbucks story a little bit, buying Coffee Connection, because Coffee Connection really is what inspired me in coffee, even though I grew up in Seattle area. Oh, really? Uh, ironically. <laughs> ironically. But I, would live, I lived in, on Paul Revere Road in Lexington and go down to Lexington Center and, and hang out at the Coffee Connection, and George Hall would be there. Oh, I saw him the other day, by the way. Oh, yeah. His photo taken at the Godfrey Hotel. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a little shop over there. It's pretty cool. It is. It's George Heller. It's kind of quiet, though. Is it? It's yeah. quiet. And for, the, again, the same two listeners who haven't left, um, <laughs> George Howell was the founder of the Coffee Connection. Right. And Correct. He, I guess they say he invented the Frappuccino. He did not. He claims that he learned about it in California. Oh. And that's he, where he's originally from. He made it hot. He, he, but he admits it, so that's okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I stole their money, but that's okay. I took their money. I don't think he said stole. They wrote him a big check with a big non-compete. Yeah, yeah, okay, so like a ten-year non-compete, which is pretty excessive. So go back, yeah. go back. This is a great story. So yeah, so I love okay, coffee. Okay, so you learn to like coffee. Yeah, learn to like coffee, and because this kind of stems into what my mission of cultivating is. I think I learned to love coffee, and I learned to um, like hospitality during that time. So that was in Lexington, and probably. 
yeah, the uh, late mm -hmm. 80s, 80s. Um, or so, something in that realm. And or yeah, around, 80s. Around. We yeah. were around back then. So and I, I was a mere child. <laughs> and my background is in music, so I... I there uh, we go. Full stop. What do you mean? Well, I majored in music. I played clarinet. Oh, you did? And, Where did uh, you major in music? Out, music? out west, Washington State. I went University to College of South. Music, piano performance major. Oh, cool. Yeah, I was a performance and education major. Right. So, yeah. See, that's why I came to Berkeley. I started at Michigan oh, State. Oh, this is a great story about Michigan State. I started at Michigan awesome. State, which yeah. is a great school. Yeah. I had a specific professor I was studying, um, and it'll take me a, member, a minute to remember his name now, but I had a specific guy that I was studying classical piano with. Was and it Beethoven? No, but it, it could have been that, that age. About that age. You wanted Beethoven's um, It was classical. And it, was, <laughs> it was very, very classical. <laughs> and about the third semester, they come to you and they say, so you're a piano performance major. Uh-huh. Um, so are you going to teach high school band or choir or, you know, orchestra? I'm like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm going to be a great one of the great artists. <laughs> They're like, uh-huh, band, choir, orchestra. Around the same time, I was also volunteering for the student committee that put on wait for jazz it, concerts. He knows his name. Uh, and his name. this guy came through. He had just released his, uh, one of his early albums named Pat Metheny. And, you know, I'm sitting, pulling cables, sitting on microphones, so I introduced myself to him. And um, he said, so what do you do here? And I explained that and gave him the, song, the same story about, you know, choir and whatever. He goes, no, you don't want to do that. I teach over here at Berkeley College of Music, as does my brother Mike. Why don't you give him a call, tell him Pat sent you, and see if they'll audition you, and you might want to transfer there. Did that. I uh, moved here January of 1979 to continue. So um, thank you, Pat Metheny. Yeah, Pat Metheny. Yeah. Wherever he is, I, I know where he is. I saw a picture of him the other day. He seems alive and well. Yeah, although, although Lyle May sadly passed away. He his, did. I didn't know his uh, pianist, oh. co-founder, he was ill. Oh. Oh. Um, so and Pat's got to be 69, 68, looked, 70, 71. Oh, he's still touring. He's still yeah. active. He just came out with, with something new. So, so fellow musician that likes coffee. Yeah, definitely. Dave, and you think, can leave now. And I think <laughs> I think coffee and music go well together. I was playing bassoon yeah. before you guys even coffee and jingle very well. I mean, so so you know, bassoon, well. you're a bassoonist. Yeah, I met my wife was going to school here. I had studied with a guy in uh, Michigan who had been in the. Uh, who wouldn't, you don't know bassoons, I saw. Do you know bassoons? I, Artie Freeman was the principal bassoonist in Portland, and I played in a trio with her. Do you know the names of bassoons? And Adolph was hers, or some, was her um, husband, was her uh, teacher. So, no, but Do you know the names of bassoon makes? Um, Hootner, okay. Heckle? Yeah, Heckle. Heckle, yeah. Well, the number two was Hootner, and so the guy I took lessons from, he was in Michigan, had left Detroit Symphony and was in Michigan, but he re readapted the Puchner for American audiences. Now, I think what that meant was he improved the quality, so they became Cooper Puchners, and he was Cooper. This sounds like a load of... No, he was great. He Cooper was a, Puchner. He looked, <laughs> he looked like a classic bassoon player, you know, yeah, yeah. sort of big jolly yeah. and everything. Uh, played quite well. Would um, you say he was the Dizzy Gillespie of no, the suit? No, no. Anyway, he was good. He was fine. So I studied with him, and then I met my wife, who was who had just studied at uh, not Berkeley, but um, New England, NEC. You know, oh yeah, Berkeley. yeah, yeah. That's how we met. Yeah, we met in octets actually. Oh cool. You no know, octets. Yeah. 
So did you do any quintet work? I did a lot of quintet work. That was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Small days. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the yeah. way to do it. It's, um, uh, we yeah. just lost the other two people that were listening. Yeah, <laughs> Quintets so and octets and Roman numerals. Okay, so oh my. <laughs> so before you get there, so you were a performance major or education? Yeah, major? performance okay. and education. I did both. Okay. See, he, he took the direction but, they gave him. But I didn't, unlike want, me. I didn't want to teach. And my mother said, why don't you travel? So that's why how I got here. I traveled around the United States. Looking for gigs? Not. I did pick up the clarinet and play it here and there. Do you but, still play? Uh, no. I want to, but I have yeah, time. years, yeah. Time. But uh, you lose your embouchure, don't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah, you can pick it up. You can get, get it after a few weeks. Pretty quickly, yeah. That's what they say also with trumpet playing is, and trombone is that yeah. you lose chops. your chops. You well, lose yeah, your chops. you lose your embouchure. Embouchure, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're a musician. You come into town, you get a job with Boston Coffee Bean. Boston, Boston Bean. Yeah, so I was in, in hospitality for a little bit yeah. uh, before that. I had a second cousin around, so he helped me. Get a job at the NCO club at Hanscom. Hmm. And then, hmm. what happened after that? Um, it's an Air Force base. Sir. Yeah, and hotels. He encouraged me to get work in hotels. Okay. So I worked in a few hotels around and then also worked in Sheraton Boston eventually. Yeah. Okay. And tell us what that is. It's a hotel. It's okay. a flagship of the. Because Sheraton is based here. Yeah. Headquartered oh, yeah. here. They yeah. used to be based here, owned by ITT. and. Oh. In fact, the same building that one of the finest law firms is headquartered oh, 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 oh. in. Not yours. Mean, my firm's yeah. not there. No. <laughs> your, your firm's next door, actually. <laughs> in the better building. Yeah. You know. yeah. In that same building, I proposed to my wife, too, really? by the way. Uh, there used to be a Bay Tower room up on top. Yes. What did it used to be? Oh, it's still. It's gone. I think it's oh, gone, right. or they've got a function space up there. Uh, now. Okay, so you're so you're sort of meandering about getting married, doing other things, drinking coffee, drinking coffee, drinking coffee, not playing clarinet. And one of my students' teachers is how I got into the distribution. Oh, you had students by this point. Yeah, so you were my teachers. students and what level were they? Um, High school ish. Yeah. Okay, this is in the late '80s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. About eighty. Do you remember? Do you remember the late '80s? So I, I came here in '82. Yeah. Uh, or '83. I left there, um, left Washington Street, uh, State in 82 and got here in 83. Okay. I wandered around the United States and Canada and got here. And then, um, yeah, and then yeah. a couple of years in the hotel industry. So that would put Which it in 85. Uh, so it was Holiday Inn, it was the Sheridan out in Boxborough, then the Sheridan in, in, oh, that's right. in Boston. So you're learning all that. You're right. You're the, the Sheridan in Boston is you, you tell me 1,400 and some odd rooms. Yeah, yeah. by the proof. Yeah. So what were and you I doing? did many functions. I was wanting to be man. Yeah. So, we see so you have to manager. do everything to become yeah. a manager. Yeah. Okay. It's a tough lifestyle, though. I, yeah. I'm friendly with a guy that's been a GM millennium, and now yeah. the, I forget the name of the one that he's in now. But, yeah, you have to live there practically. No. Yeah. I mean, it's like you're all, it, you know, you're always on. And when a guest is mad, if you're off, you're on. Right. So, so exactly similarly why I left music and education, probably. Right. I said the worse. hotel is not going to work because yeah. I was maybe Monday and Tuesdays off or get a right. free hotel room in New York City. But I think at the end of the day, I would like to be doing something This else. was when empowerment was big, right. and they empowered you to work even more. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, actually, empowerment worked well for some of the high-end hotels because the service. Well, it's a great. lifestyle. If you like it, yeah, it's like and the guys that work for like the Four Seasons and the yeah, Ritz, exactly. and, right, and all those large, you know, high end, yes. you know, they do rotations in different cities. Yeah. Their families can live wonderful lives. 
then they can get move to some other city and they spend a few years doing that. And then there's Eric at the sheriff. So well, he decides it's time to move on. When you, you know, when you're sort of the GM or one of the top five in a hotel, it's a good lifestyle. But yeah. it's, it's a lot of hours. So keep going. A lot of hours, yeah. Let's go back. And so, so the student, uh, my clarinet student, yeah. Karen, suggested I meet up with the owner of this distribution this, company. This new distribution company, Boston Bee. Yeah, and it was called Writer Coffee at that point. R-Y? R-Y. Oh, take off on the trucks they were using. Um, I think they didn't want to be confused. That's when they bought Boston Bee and they wanted to change it. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah, because so, they didn't like the name Writer, so they didn't buy this. And, we'll and, 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 and it writes itself, you know, Boston and Bean. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Baked beans. Yeah, yeah, baked uh, beans. Boston baked beans. Yeah. Keep going. So keep going. So I was a driver in that company, and I did all did sorts you move of things. Up from driver to CEO. Are you a Not quite driver? that way. I went up to like sales manager and all of that. But okay. Not a. And how many years were you there? Thirty years. Holy shit. Too many years. Because oh, we just lost our family friendly rating. Well, you could edit <laughs> edit it out. Holy <laughs> schmoly. Holy <laughs> schmoly. Okay. So now what? So now you've quit this place and you say, right. I need to sell beans. Right. 2015, I oh. after bringing cold brew to Boston. <coughs> you never told. I'm sorry, I coughed. Um, but um, wait a minute. We lost it. We lost in here how you brought Pete's. To, tell us more about Pete's. And so that was uh, in the 90s. Okay. And I was thinking we need to have better coffee in the workplace. Coffee that well, I would I enjoy. I know what you mean. When you brought them to the market, what you're saying is you found these small-ish or growing concerns and said they would be a great addition to our product line. Right. And but they weren't willing to sell it until uh, they came out and checked us out. And they saw that we handled coffee really well. Because I blended some coffees, right. like we talked earlier about that, Mark. And I ground up the and I had it fresh ground in the workplace with grinders. And they saw this the only way Wait to bring it out. Yeah. As I recall, Pete's first shop in town was across from 60 State Street. Am I correct or not correct? Uh, they had retail. Definitely. They had five the, stores. The first one is in Lexington. Second oh, one was right. in Coolidge Corner. Oh, the where, third one. Where was that? Excellent bookstore. Oh, really? The East? third one was mm -hmm. Harvard Square. Yeah. Okay. The fourth uh, one was still there. Federal Street. Fifth okay. one was Wellesley. Which is the one that was under? Wellesley just closed. Oh. Wellesley's closed. Yes, it's now a Chase Bank, and there are protesters there every day. Um, Chase out of Wellesley or something. But, like uh, but uh, I think isn't Chase offering Pete's coffee in the lobby? No, no, that that's Capital One. Capital one. one. Okay, so you, so I didn't realize. So for a coffee shop, I thought Pete's came into town because they were retailing. They came themselves. into town because of their. Berkeley base and their mail order. Oh, well, that's right. Um, They're the ones so, who chose where to go based on where their mail order. And right. so they came. So they were looking to come here. Yeah, but before they did that, they were looking for distribution. And so it was a good marriage um, between us. And we were the first people outside of the Berkeley area to distribute Pete's coffee. Okay. And that was based on the way that we handled coffee already, which was based on. Um, Pursuing Allegro coffee and yep. having Allegro coffee and Which doing is not our own blended coffee. coffee, frankly. It, at that time, it was a better. It was a. It was, it was okay. It was a better house brand. Yeah. I was okay with it. I got large bags and I could get it. Um, uh, I just did a mind blank. The guy that started it, but he's a he's one of the big names in 
early copy people. So you um, would so to become a as a distributor, you buy uh, you buy the big burlap sacks. No, that's for raw beans. That's the uncooked. Yeah, beans. that's a different. So yeah. they come to you sealed how? Oh, with the big five pounders, the ten pound bag, five pound bags, right? Yeah. So this on the backs of donkeys. Right. Oh, is right. that true? <laughs> for the guy with a sombrero. So yeah, the peach coffee would come in already packed in little bags to brew. Um, in the old days, for brewing it in your one coffee bags. makes yeah, or or even little packets yeah, so one pound bags. You, so what did you do? How did you I got it in one pound bags because okay, so I liked it in fresh beans, mm -hmm. and organized it in a way that would be um, always fresh. And why would they decide to go with a distributor in an area versus continuing mail order? This actually may be a useful question for the um, few people. I have a more useful question. Okay, but I'll, let I'll, that one go. Keep going. Why would yeah. somebody come to town, a retailer, who can do mail order when they can just as well? Uh, why would they come to you with a distributor that can do mail order? What do I, you provide? I just think they saw an untapped uh, sector of business. Because you have channels. Yeah, channel of business. And yeah. what kind of channel? It's another channel. Have. This is a B2B channel okay. they could pursue. Well, and also if you're putting and, it in offices yeah. where people are, they're going to go, holy crap, the coffee here is good. What is right. that? Right. Oh, I'll buy some for home. Okay, so you and that happened. I was in Xerox and and also LG and yep. and other um, LNG or what's the name of that company that used to be Dictaphone, where you speak into things. And Dictaphone. Dictaphone. And <laughs> um, there's another MIT audience that 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 would speak into the computers. And, oh, we're not LNG. Dragon Systems. Yeah, Dragon, and, which is now and, Nuance, which is now Microsoft. And before that, Nuance bought. Yeah, but before that, it was at LNG. They are a Belgium company. Oh, LNG. Learn out how to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. So, and so, so, so let me understand something. So you, as a distributor, Boston Bean, you send salespeople out who convince companies that they're better off using a distributor for coffee who will bring in machines occasionally and beans. And better beans, right? And, and what you'd say yeah. to them is, okay, then you'd say, well, what, what do you want? For <coughs> Holy smokes. It's like an animal up there. <laughs> you would say, hey, what do you want for beans this time? Do you want your usual sort of crappy low-level beans for your coffee drink? Or we have a Finder, so you're constantly trying to improve your offering. Right. So it's just like a distributor who would go to a um, a store and offer better beans or whatever for the shelves. You're offering to the companies better, worse, cheaper, whatever. You give them a right. So it behooves you as a distributor to have as wide a selection as possible. And I always fought that as a differentiator. When you think of the 1960s and and bun equipment coming out with a glass pot sitting on the burner plate. We had that. And then how do you go from that? And honestly, do we just make it bigger and throw it into a big urn? Yeah. Uh, and put the same coffee? Right. So my thinking was do better coffee, grind it up fresh, and brew it fresh. You know, so that's the optimal. How and so I was do doing that? that prior, and then Pete's recognized that we did that, so that's why. Well, how did you, so would you go out to their shop and say, I got your fine pound of the beans, and can you set aside a room, I'll grind it for you? Oftentimes it was because of trust. So like, for instance, uh, Xerox up in Centennial Drive, I, he was a, he loved coffee. And I love coffee, because growing up or in... And this was Mr. Xerox? It was the head of Xerox, yeah. So it was usually no. CEO material. No, that, yeah, yeah, in the local office. It wasn't the head of Xerox. Not the head of Xerox, but of the division. Yeah, I'm right. not sure what division it was, but yeah. Because yeah, Xerox would have been out in, yeah, in Rochester, Rochester, New York. Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah, so, but, you, so you'd bring coffee up to him and say, what would you like? I got this new stuff called Pete's or this new stuff called Allegro. And you'd pour him a cup? Right. Allegro is short-lived like we talked earlier. Okay. But, but yeah, when I brought Pete's, I had a lot more confidence. 
and I went in there because I knew it was fresh. Oh, we got to record this thing. Shit. And um, <laughs> it's the third time you've done the dad joke. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and 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 then I would demonstrate it, and right, people loved it, and I loved it. So I, at that point in time, dark roast without being burnt, I liked. I liked the blend. Yeah, like we talked about burnt. earlier. No, something dark, 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 dark roast that's south of Turkish coffee. You know, you have to get used to for some right. people. Some people like a really light. You know, they like how, they like you know, you know, filtered brown water. I like a. I wanted. I, you should try George Howell. I have tried it. I have no problem with it. Right, it's very good. I, okay. I like it. I like a good robust. Okay. Being like Major Dickinson's is a good commercial sure? brand. It's not the most. Most esoteric, but it works well for me. You need to improve your. You need to uh, I need game. to improve you every aspect of my life. Okay, that's true. So every every so aspect. So you bring these beans to them and they like it. So you bring that to this market. Right. You brought a lecker to the market, um, and then you said, "I can bring coffee to market. I know how to sell." Yeah. It. Exactly. So I should do this on my own. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. So and I within six Scott, months. Your Honor, he's leading the witness. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Well, I want to get one more useful tidbit out. No, I have, to, I have two useful tidbits I want to get. Uh -oh. here this, is, here, this is for me, for me personally. Have, this will not benefit anybody listening. Oh. Tidbit number one that I got from Coffee Connection was freeze your beans. So I buy them, you know, make myself my, uh, my brew of the day, and everything else goes in the freezer. That is a debatable point, but let's see what Eric says about it. But next to what's your other point for you? I, I want to hear. I want to hear the answer before we go on. Okay. What do you think about freezing? Yeah, beans? I I think Mark is right. It's better than the refrigerator because, and also depends on if it's ground or not. Oh God, no! I would never. If it's grind ground, it. it'll be like baking soda. Just take all the flavors and no, smells no, of the so refrigerator. I get my beans. Yeah. My first uh, batch. Put it in a sealed thing. It goes in the freezer. Yeah. So you're saying that's good. Second, yeah. unrelated to the first. By the way, quickly, George Howells believes in that because I checked with him right. uh, last year, well, and I said I'm buying the beans and I'm freezing them. I know it's controversial because remember there was thinking in the '90s. See, who knew that that would be a controversial question? Well, no, it is because they're thinking in the '90s that you would take it out of your fridge every morning, you open it up, yep. and all these molecules of moisture would attack your beans and mold them uh, before you got it back in the freezer to kill them. Interesting. Do you agree that was the thinking back in the nineties? Yeah, I think it was all about moisture and and also um, putting it into your grinder and it being more brittle, which I do think is true. Yep. It, it it changes the uh, the dynamic. Oh, it's always better when it's like you know, fresh. fresh. And, yeah, yeah. But this is very very close. Okay, second question: What to do with the grounds? What I do is I I pour them on a tree in front of my house. I don't throw them out. Do you hug the tree when you're No, done? no, no, because uh, same thing, Coffee Connection. I said, what do we do with this thing? Who's got time? And the guy said, we put them out back. Is that good or bad? So I'm going to say, I've got people for that. They're called the native garbage removal people. Oh, well, they do. They, they will remove my garbage in, in my town, too, in Wayland. But I, you know, it's just, a, have you ever had a bag explode that had coffee grounds in it? Like a hefty bag. I you, have. Is that like, let me ask you this. Is it's, that it's like awful. when you have a warehouse or rather a mill that's full of sawdust and somebody lights a match and the place explodes? No. no. It's, some, it's somebody taking the sawdust out in a trash bag and the trash bag has a hole in it and you have sawdust oh, everywhere. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's literally a hole in the bag. Oh. Um, yeah, my yeah, wife and I have this essential conflict. She's like, don't put it out there. I said, well, where do you want me to put it? If I put it in the garbage, it'll go everywhere. Um, if I 
I, you know, there's like no possible way you don't want to put it down the garbage disposal. So as an expert, as our coffee expert, bean disposal outdoors on a tree, plant, flower, whatever. You do whatever. this every day? Every single day. you got to be kidding me. Oh, yeah, my, and they get mad at me in the you neighborhood. You seriously need a life. Oh, it's just part of my routine. Oh, my God. Okay. Do you good or bad? Do you do I think it's good. It's good, but do you do yeah. it? Uh, do I do it? I do. You do? No. no. I put it out back. No. Yeah. It's like a mulch it, almost. It, it can be a mulch. I don't know. And I did do it with the city See, of Boston. I would feel bad, but I don't. The city of Boston, I put, um, they had a Green Innovate program yeah. with the mayor yeah. and also um, was Cambridge Innovation Center at 50 Milk Street. So we would bring the grounds over yes. from the pour over station at 50 Milk Street for a year. We did this. Really? And we put it, you can do it direct mulch and put it right in. It helps with the. Uh, the dehydrating of the of the ground it and it also brings your, nitrogen and pos, uh, potassium. Well, too. it also keeps the trees awake. And it, yeah, I think it also keeps the bugs down. Yeah, everybody. I think yeah, keeps the bugs down. Um, so there is a certain amount you don't want to like percentage wise dominate, you know, the soil with coffee. I have, I have an alternate theory. But aren't trees active at night? I mean, don't they do all their stuff at night? I don't know, but. Your Honor, let the record show that of my two questions, I was right on both. No, no. I, I rest my case. I will point out that <laughs> trees are super active at night. I think this simply helps keep them awake. And that's yeah. why it works. I, <laughs> that's my theory. And I, I learned that from Donald Trump and his I'm, I'm going to have your, your physics degree rescinded just, <laughs> just based on that. Well, I think it's a work of genius. I okay, so, question that. Okay, so you decide that you can do coffee. And then what happens? It's 2015. You can do coffee. What do you do? So I guess I'm here at Cambridge Innovation Center coming in Why here. Why are you here? Because... No, no, you're here today. We can see that. Yeah. No, like, but why were you here? So what did that do with 2015? Why were you there? Um, well, I had an account called... I got an account here throughout these bean-to-cup brewers, and so I had a relationship here at CIC already, Ooh. and they trusted me, and they oh, knew who so I was. So you stopped back over, and you said, hey, I'm the same guy you saw last week. I'm right. starting a business. Right. And what they say? They said, "Come on right. board." Okay, so then what did you do? Because you had no beans, now you have a customer but no beans. Right. So yeah. I did events and. But where'd you get your beans? Uh, let's see. I secured relationships with different roasters. One of my roaster friends was Thomas Doyle, who helped start Blue Bottle. Who is um, Oakland? Thomas. Who did the sound? Uh, Thomas Dolby. Dolby. Not, but not but Thomas thing. Dolby was not is a distant Dolby. relative of Ray Dolby, who did the. Dolby, the double D Dolby uh, noise reduction. And these are oh, that's right. And unrelated. There, there's those two are vaguely related, as I recall, but not like they're not. Why like the with science was uh, the Thomas Dolby. And they were not related to Devo. Uh, uh, no. Okay. But but and they're the, not related. The to Devo guy, Mark Mark Mothersbaugh, does a lot of music for cartoons, I among did. other things. Okay. Rugrats. He did Rug music okay. for Rugrats. Okay. So you meet Thomas Dolby. Yeah, Doyle. Doyle. <laughs> And he's going to mispronounce it every time. Dolby. And Dolby. that's if you listen to any of these other 75 <laughs> or 83. Don't bother. Just, yeah. Don't bother. We don't. Now yeah. you're going to have to listen. So, so you Thomas got to be a good friend. Yeah. Okay. And Is we, he your current roaster? Well, he uh, couldn't make it through the COVID. So when we oh. opened up the coffee bar in 2020. He jumped ahead, by the way. Uh, he wasn't able to open it with me. So, oh. so that's kind of a sad story. We put together this bean trust blend. And Bean Trust is the name that I took on. That's the name of your coffee shop. Yeah, and oh, also the name of uh, bean, the entity. Bean, bean Trust. Bean Trust, like Brain Trust. I yeah. like it. Yeah. 
Okay, so how did you decide on being trust? Beantrust.com.org. Yeah, beantrust.com. How'd you come up with it? So, came up with it here. I was thinking about what would be something quick and simple and subway test that would people would remember. So, that's why I came up with Beantrust. Well, it took us quite a while to remember it when we were driving up there, but okay. <laughs> okay, so you came up with Beantrust and you're... Just it's because you're aged. <laughs> so, it's now 2015, you find a customer or two, you find a roaster or two, you start distributing beans, and where are you distributing them from? Yeah, so 20, yeah, 20, um, oh, we should record this. 15, <laughs> started at Bean Trust Coffee Bar, or Bean Trust, uh, excuse me, Bean Trust, Bean 2015, Trust yeah, and uh, November 7th of 2015, and 2016, it took me until April to have customers. No, that kind of really? believed it. Yeah. Really? So it took me so six months. So you learned something from this podcast. I, I learned that everything I'm doing with my coffee is correct. Oh. Freezing it and then dumping the beans out on my tree in front. I'm, I'm learning why you have so much time in your hands. It takes less time to dump the beans out. No, it doesn't. I just walk over to the garbage can and they dump them. I, I just do the same thing with three extra steps. Oh, I go outside. Oh, I can visit nature. I can take in the day. Have you told IBM you're doing this? I, they they uh, drug tested me on that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but 2016 uh, I had customers, but it took me a while to figure out what would be a good market. Okay, you already got a customer. Well, six six months. No oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. That's the second S bomb you have to drop off. <laughs> How long did, okay, that's right. How long did it take Air Airprint, your company, to get a customer? Uh, it took me about a year. Okay. Because I had to have a product, which is a piece of hardware. If I only had good patent counsel, I would have been. <laughs> I would have been. I would have been on the market sooner. Had you paid your bills, we would have done some work for you. Oh, that's okay. right. You did plenty of work. <laughs> okay, keep going. So, so yeah. So I, I grind my lawyers like my beans, <laughs> and I dispose them out by the tree. <laughs> so there are people. So pleased with that. I tried uh, things so like social impact. I was at Impact Hub Boston, oh, yeah. trying okay. to um, do events and. Figure out how to cultivate. So, by the community. way, when you do events as a yep. just, and you bill yourself as a, what'd you call it? He builds yourself? community. No, no, I get that shit. One cup at a time. I got that crap. Um, how did you bill yourself when you said, hey, I'm Eric, I would like to bring coffee beans to you, I will do the following for you? What did right. you say? So, at first, it was trying it out, see what the value of what I did. And then as time went on, I was able to say $100 an hour. But it was. That's great. But it wasn't no, no, until... No, 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 100 an hour, what are you talking about? Well, that would be my value on my time. No, it, no, no, but when you, you shut up the door and said, I can bring you some great beans, would you also say, and I have some equipment, and I will service the equipment, or what? how did you work the equipment? Well, into it? maybe a real scenario would be good. So, uh, on for, for April... people amongst us. Uh, Greentown Labs was came on board, Yep. and Greentown Labs was small, about 25 people or so, and they're at 28 Dane Street. And they believed after six months, they kind of knew what I did, and they, I gave what a lot of free events. What did they think you did? Uh, brought in coffee. Uh, it was fresh coffee. It was good coffee. Oh, I these demonstrated. Were events. You did events. I did both. I was doing events, but demonstrating how I could be a distributor, and then also how I can do events. And I would do coffee tasting events. I would show off um, or help bring people together, uh, oh. as in their different companies that were in in the incubator space, and they saw value in what I did. I see. So, so to, to rewind this quickly, you start your business, you know there's a business that you want to do, and you show up at the doors of these various places and say, look, at a very minimum, allow me to bring you 25 pounds of great coffee a week. 
or or some some quantity. It might be Whatever. just me demonstrating. So oh, this, it so just this, be demonstrating. This is no different. I, first of all, I think that's a brilliant strategy. Are these genius questions? No. Okay. Uh, they never are, though. Um, they're, they're, they're like, you but know. I'm trying to understand how you get a business off No, but this is, this is a great pivoting. idea. It's like real-time pivoting. He's selling a commodity in a specialized manner. Exactly. Coffee, beans yeah. are a commodity. No. They're a commodity. Well. Now, I like coffee a lot. Is it's that actually true? It, You could view them. Well, you, you can view them as a commodity. Okay. You know. To some people. So what he's done is he's differentiated himself. The way, like, remember we've had events here. Is beer a commodity? Uh, it can Is be. Is craft but, beer a commodity? Yes. Oh, come on. It, but that's what he's doing. He's making, okay. he's taking a common thing and making it a craft I, thing. Just like we have, I remember at one of my uh, events here, one of the connected things, MIT Enterprise Forum. Are you pitching? Um, he's pitching. I know, I'm doing that to irritate you. Oh. Um, oh. We had, like, a, Sco a local scotch producer that did small... Oh. Who? I can't tell you the name because I don't remember. Huh. But they they Obviously did. Obviously, it was not a great event. No, it was a great oh. it was a great scotch. And what made, was the name of the maker? Uh, that's what I don't remember. Oh. But um, I can get it for you though. But it, we I we, we had them come in and do a scotch tasting with small batch, locally developed scotch, and it was I think their shtick was they did it quickly, but it tasted like it was made. Oh, for, not that. For 50 years have you or had something. That, did you drink scotch? I, know, I think I know that scotch. The yeah, local can't remember. Yeah, no, I know no. that. I've had that same thing. Not yeah, the right. chemical one out of California. The quick, no, it's a local one. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it is shaped in a bottle like this. Something like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, I know they the came one. and did an event for I us. Had, it was an awful scotch. I don't know that one. I had one out of California. Uh, this was very local, okay, so, so it's not the same I'm one. I'm trying to understand the But that's what I'm trying to explain what I think he's trying to say. And let me give you another scenario quickly. We're a quick time. Uh, with uh, <laughs> Innovation Norway we got nothing else to do, to do a biotech conference. So you think 15,000 people coming to Nordic Booth at, at a biotech conference. Was this the one where all COVID came out? <laughs> no. Okay. This is before it all came okay. out. But it's like, how do you draw people together over, over food or goodies and coffee? So it's just like, I would bring goodies and coffee and, and were, connections. I'm and, sorry, so you were a, what, what is the term you give to when you were in the hotel business? You were a... Um, hospitality. Hospitality person. Right. He was, no, I, you're going to hate this word. Oh, no, you analyzed? No. Oh. He curated. Yeah, exactly, I agree. Yeah, He's I a agree. coffee curator. Okay, curator. so I'm still And Sanofi to... would have the same thing. So I'd go over there and do, they would have an online, off, in-person event. And do coffee and set up like a little coffee bar. And, and it's thing. a little bit more special. It's better than just throwing out Maxwell House. And, yeah. You know, giving people paper cups filled really with brown and, water. And, but a lot of it's a personal connecting. So, how did you make the, so I'm I love still it. trying to get back to the most basic part of the first cold call. You show up, and let me make a very simple question. You call up CIC the first. Oh, that bad example. You knew. You call. You call up. Uh, name, name a, a, cold call. a, a So I get. I get. I've called Tim Rowe. It was like waiting for a while. So I called Tim Rowe. Okay. And it transfers down. That was before he knew. Tim Rowe, do you want to analyze for a second for us? No, you can. Okay. Tim Rowe owns. Runs. I'm runs. not sure. I think he owns it. I'm not sure if he owns it okay. or the, the VC firm. Okay. The simplistic way for a guy like me is runs. He owns. Runs. Cambridge He's the head dude. Center. He's the head guy. Okay. So it's a cold call to Tim. He's so, saying, yeah. yeah, but what before that, it's the same story. It's, well, what do you say to him? I plan to do X for you. What is X? No, it's it's referring back to, it's not a hard sale. It's like what I've already done. I took French I, press down to Bench Cafe when it was on the fourth floor years ago, and then I... No, so let's take a cold call. I'm trying to understand that. So we're, the one listener who may be left, 
wants to know how let, you take that. Make let, that me, first let, me, let me imagine. Oh, yes. Yeah, you imagine. We, 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 we never let our guests talk. I don't know why. It's, no. it's, it's, yeah. it's well, actually, so. I have done a lot of cold calls in my life. Yeah, well, so, I know. What do you say? I just go in. It could be a buyer. What do you I say? just go what in. What do you and say you do? I, I, I've no, got. No, no, I want to. I want to. He's I, on I the verge guess. of an answer. No, but we're not going to let him answer. Oh, that's true. Okay. He's going to say, I, I do coffee really differently, no. really no. well. I'd like to come in and demonstrate that for you. No. But I, he, I want to hear an and answer. And this like, can manifest itself I'm in many ways. I'm a classy ways. guy. I can deliver right, coffee. Now let's hear what he really does. I can deliver coffee to you or I can do events. What do you say? I I guess I would wing it a bit. I'd say, David, it's really great to see you. Yeah. You know, that's, how are you doing, that's David? Yeah. You're yeah. a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how, you know, you've, you've done caffeinated you are. <laughs> Okay. And then I would say, you, you know, say, Mike, have, valuable. get to the point. Yeah, yeah, and I think good communication is important. Okay, so and what I would do say? I would love to bring some coffee in sometime for you to try it. Do you like coffee? So then yeah, I say, I like yeah, coffee. if you like coffee. No, 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 so I say to you, I can get coffee anywhere. What is it you propose to do for me? You're going to bring coffee in. What would you like to do if we had an opening here? What would you say? I'd probably try to understand your context and see if there's a need and see if you are driven that way. Because if I'm talking to somebody that doesn't have a want, so the old language of want so is a very need. Qualifying questions would be, do you host large events or have clients? Do you have? Do you want to treat them a little bit better than, okay. than most? I think you'd ask like a, a series of qualifying questions. Oh, how many people work at this firm? Okay, how many of them drink coffee? What's do you your think? elevator pitch? What was your he, elevator You pitch? heard it at the beginning. He builds community. No, no, that's bullshit. Nobody believes that. That's the fourth that's one. The, um, <laughs> I think what you say to them is, I'm a coffee guy. I do everything from distribution of high-end coffee. No, no, I got, got coffee. I like the milk <laughs> commercial. <laughs> I do everything from coffee distribution to coffee events that bring people together. Is that what you effectively now say to get in the door? It's like, oh, how intriguing. So the head of Angle, um, was it? Angle is a guy that started up robotics, iRobot. And he's ah. and he um, has a center of entrepreneurship, and yeah. so I do background work. I I think it's silly for me to show up without knowing the person. So it depends on who you and the context. Okay, this is great. And but I think if it's something that would be a good mutual benefit, so then, then I feel good about it. If I'm selling a commodity, and then I'm just selling, I'm a they, noisy gong. Okay, yeah. so, so Paul, can you tell us more about that particular context? Yeah. So what did so, you, you say the first call? So the first call. And why did he even take your call? Well, I talked to somebody else to get that call with him. Yeah. And that somebody else knows what I do and sees so the old example, world. you might have talked to Tim Rowe and say, Tim, can you put in a friend for working with your good friend? And he says, yeah, I'll put a word. For the Tim Rowe, yeah, because Tim Rowe didn't directly answer, but he said within the next day, push to somebody else, get a call with this guy. Okay. Because so we got a need here. So you This guy can do it. He had enough confidence in what I said. Okay. So you got an intro to so, the head of the And that happened the same thing. So what happens with, with the iRobot guy? So the iRobot says, I'm the CEO of the company. You sell coffee. We don't, we're not in that business, but I will talk to you. Or he pushes it down to somebody that Head will. of HR. Yeah. Okay. Head of caffeine. And what do they say to you? <laughs> caffeine. Yeah. They say, um, they want to respond to um, what is best for the culture. Right. And they want to respond to, yeah, they want to please the boss and they want to make sure that they love the, and if the boss is like wanting to empower them and they'll sit down with me 
Here's the beauty of here's the beauty you generally do. Here's the beauty of coffee. Do you think they ferment coffee? You talk about culturing coffee. That's a really weird. Do, do, you, do they ferment you could, coffee? That, that's called Irish coffee. <laughs> it is not. So, do they yeah. ferment coffee? I I don't know. That's should interesting. That. You should do that. I don't know what the benefit is. Uh, be fermented coffee. It'd be like kombucha, but it would be coffee buka. It sounds right. terrible. It could be very good. The benefit, yes. Okay. The benefit of what he's doing, this is not a panelizing. Oh, you're panelizing. I know, I'm thinking. Um, is that is, possible? It is. Have you so, told your employer you're capable of that? I, the, the, their, their motto is think, literally. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, and you're the counterexample. <laughs> so the beauty of this versus like coming in and doing wine tastings is everybody will drink coffee. Uh, and with wine tastings or beer, you don't generally bring that in during the day. To a place of employment, you do. Um, no, I don't. And and you don't have the liability issues, right? Yeah, you know, like we, you know, like we had. The, remember, we had this even hosting events at your old space. I'm laughing at my joke. I know. Give it's, me, give me a it's a, These are like all what the kids savoring. would call dad. Savoring. There's nothing savoring. to savor. Yeah. No, just really okay, bad. Sorry. I'm going to cut doing? off your microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying? I was not listening. I, as usual, um, I'm saying there's a benefit to coming in with his message. Versus coming in no, saying, I've got the, here's the greatest scotch or the greatest wine or the, or craft beer when you're calling on employment and places of employment. I got an idea. Have you thought about expanding into the sort of like, I can cover your daytime with coffee and the evenings with uh, liquor? Um, thought about that. I mean, there's been a blend of that sometimes. Like for no, the, no pun intended. the TEDx events, um, I'll do... Um, like cold brew, like over at Google, I would bring in cold brew, and then they liked me to be there. Again, it's I think it's I'm the brand a little bit of how it happened because I would bring the cold brew in, welcome people, they would hear the talks, and then I'd pour French press, like a salon event where there might be a hundred people, really cool. and yeah, pour French cool. presses out over. We should change that. businesses. Um, this we should just fun. we should just bring them into our businesses. So, yeah. Well, we and then have the then it's a blend of the two. Have it's a blend of the alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever tried I just rediscovered it. My introduction to pavement was super unpleasant and you'll recall why. I know why. Okay. We we were working with a, a, a company mutual near, a company near Berkeley College. A company, said. yes, and, yeah. and there was a person who was less than pleasant who ran the meetings. So in any event, my introduction to pavement was through the not so nice store near Berkeley. And it was late in the day, so you couldn't drink coffee. But I've now been to the headquarters on the Brighton Ave. Oh, they have, really? Yeah, they have. Yeah. This is the coolest thing. They have a, is it a ginger ale with not jalapeno, it's a spicy ginger ale, which I haven't tried. And they pour a layer of espresso on top of it. Oh. Does that sound cool? Yeah. It's like a carbonated espresso. Yeah, I've tried that, that a few cool. times. Really? But I haven't. No, this sounds that, really that, cool. that doesn't sound good at all to me. No. This is, I think it's. Uh, like, but I'm a purist, though. I, I, you know, like I don't even put cream in coffee because why bother? It's not paprika. It's like uh, it's uh, ginger. Hibiscus. You know, it's ginger ale, and they cilantro. Spiked it with uh, something like hotter than paprika, but it's in that realm. Okay, I, I'll try it. Maybe tomorrow I'll try it. The thing mm -hmm. is, is it, it could make for a rough day, so you got to be careful on your timing. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so I, I hear it burns your colon. <laughs> No bueno. <laughs> no bueno. <laughs> okay, so let's go back. So it's now you've made some pitches. You know, it's six months in, you've gotten some customers. Right. And you're doing like, you're like the guy with a, with all the band instruments, like in Sgt. Peppers or something. Mm -hmm. you got the cymbals on your fingers. you got the bass drum. You can do, and you're all things coffee. 
Right. And you have built a business around this. And keeping low overhead. Did you like that analogy? No. And, and a couple of counts at a time. So it was small potatoes at the beginning, yep. maybe 50 grand. Small of, coffee beans. Yeah. And then, but grew it to about, and after four or five years, about, you know, 400, 500,000. Yeah. That's awesome. That's you know, and about 80 accounts. And so you know this is business. called failure, the podcast. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like you're a yeah, failure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We brought this guy in. You did. Oh, we, we failed. We failed again. We failed at failure. Yeah. Okay. But so then it, it dropped out. off March 13th, of course, you know, yeah. with ah. COVID. And so then, what what does one do during COVID? I, in the hospitality. You sell your coffee online, okay. right? Like that works. Many other people did. It worked okay. I'm not wanting to compete with Amazon. I want to be this... Super local. Who's, who's Amazon? It's a large company that sells online. Ah, okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, wanted to. <laughs> I got Mark. <laughs> but I did buy the Stupid building on March 3rd, where yeah, I am now. Building. And, wow. and it's great. You got to come up there. I, I it is great coffee. And I got to say, it's great coffee. What town is it in even Beverly? Beverly. But even more important than the great coffee, I hate to say this, is the great bread. Oh, yeah. It Excellent bread. Great bread. Oh, thanks. You gotta try this. It's great bread. Coffee and bread. And that's just an example of it at the end of the table. So you have your own bakery or you bake My daughter has Bonnie Breads. Bonnie and it's bread. like two in one. So wow. Bean Trust Coffee Bar and it's also home of Bonnie Breads. That's where so you, I, I learned that's how you keep your eyes on your kids. I, mm-hmm. I like it. I learned about it here. It's a smart strategy. I see. There was a sign, so we tried it a few weeks, worked oh, out well. And that's then, a, that's we, the story. Okay. Then we started driving up there. It's a it's on a wide thoroughfare, not highly, like Washington, Ann Arbor, but yeah, not highly traveled, but that wide. And, uh, and not that little town. Yeah. Are you far from the water? No. You can see people with wet hair walking by a shop. And uh, it's just fantastic coffee. You got to come up there. It's good. I'll, it's, I'll, I'll take a weekend drive with you. Yeah, it's very good. It's good. We, I was thinking we were going to invite ourselves to do our next podcast up there, but Eric was smart enough to say something generic like, oh, cough. I think I got an itch or yeah, something. I'll, I'll come he changed to the topic. <laughs> Smart move. So no, excellent coffee shop. So how yeah. has that worked out? It's worked out really well. And you know? has it gone well with your distribution, or is it complete pain in the butt? Uh, like, no, it's two jobs. Yeah, it's uh, my son is doing the distribution, and he's doing okay today. Keep an eye I, on your kids. I like it. It's was able smart. to go in and <laughs> and uh, fix a, a kegerator. So I was over at Cambridge Mobile Telematics and fixed the nitrogen and you have one cleaned out your office, don't you? I've got one, and I've got a portable one that I carry around with me in my briefcase. <laughs> the hell's a kegerator? Yeah, with a spigot. But you know, to be clear, the kegerator is for cold brew. It's not for beer. Wow. Right? Correct. You didn't know that. See, your mind is in the gutter. I don't drink beer. Your mind is in the gutter. Um, okay, so so you've got these two businesses. Do you actually do all of your, your... The retail business doesn't have room for storage at all, from what I can see. So these are really yeah. two businesses. Right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but we can we keep it small. It's always fresh coffee and very good coffee. Yeah. Did I mention that? Look, Where did your daughter I'll, learn to bake? She uh, started Anj Bakery, What's and that? it's a little artisanal bakery in Salem. Do you know of that? No, but I, I never go north of You're Route right 93 now. off uh, 128 <laughs> with, your, with your kegerator without my passport. <laughs> Keep and going. then I think she uh, did a little sauce. Is this which podcast worse than you thought? Uh, I wasn't. Did my expectations are low. <laughs> Appropriately. He's, okay. He's thinking, and I paid for parking. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so wait a minute. So she learned it. She learned it on the job. Yep. That's yep. fantastic. 
Yep, and then uh, she also went to a couple of artisanal bakers and wow. learned how they did things. And what sort of equipment, I don't know the details, but what sort of equipment do you have? Yeah, I mean, it must be a huge oven or not even that kind of... And a mixing bowl. Oh, the big uh, Hobart, the Hobart mixer. Yeah, that type of mixer, but then you also... Are Are you impressed, Hobart? Rothko, I think, is the name of the Belgium, little Belgium waffle uh, ovens. So she bakes what? Breads only? Breads. Babka? Babka? Well, that's a bread. And she also does some pastries for pastries. What kinds of pastries? Really wonderful galette. Sticky buns, sticky buns. Yes, My favorite sticky buns. Do you like sticky buns, Dave? Well, hold on. <laughs> and cardamom buns. She's changed, the, actually, she has changed the uh, recipe or the baking on the sticky buns in the five, uh, say, two months I've been there. Am, am I correct? I'm not sure. You they're probably, yeah. I've eaten more of them. I don't, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so they're nice pastries and really good. And like, was, there's nothing better than a good bakery. What is really? that thing? It's a lemon shortbread with lavender or something. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. The, the pink end of it. The uh, shortbread. Shortbread. Yeah, and she has done with lavender. She's also done it with Earl Grey in it, ah, and just yes. regular straight shortbread. Does this give um, you a sense of it? It's a small. When you walk in, you've got Eric like sort of dominating the counter with his uh, yeah. with his drip, uh, his pour overs. No, I'm kidding. But there's the pour overs. There's a bunch of breads behind it, and his daughter and must be her team are working behind it. So so Eric's kind of hanging out with customers, being his community guy, and they're like busy as bees behind him working. Making food. Making good food. Now, do you, do you serve I, other things in bakery items? Like, so, can I go there and have a sandwich? Yeah, I'm um, working with a, a friend of mine, Gina, trying to partner making some farm to like table salads. Oh, wow. Really they good, good, fresh they salads. They look very good. They've, huh. got, they, they've got the, I can tell because I'm in it. Um, they have the little cups this of This is salad. the part where we don't let the guests talk anymore. No, remember like the airport, you know, but much better. You know, the air, actually, you ever been to the airport where they have a vending machine that has the salads in the cups? I, yeah, yeah, but Four I wouldn't, right? I wouldn't touch it. Anyway, this is, this is the real version of that. Okay. So, so there's just salads good. in the cup. And yeah. Yogurts. You have yogurts and some sodas. We, we, yeah, we played, we've done some different things. We've done yogurts. We've done some uh, small little components to make sandwiches with and wow. things I like that. that. Yeah. Very good. I like, yeah, I like a good sandwich. Yeah, I like the vegetarian sandwiches. Uh, so we don't make them on spot. So we can have hummus and yeah, hummus and is put it on the bread thing. and maybe cucumbers or something. Have I mentioned there's a hummus amongst us? It's a fungus among us. <laughs> Keep going. So, yeah. Um, or cut been, your losses, whichever way. <laughs> we have done At sandwiches. At point, you might, you might say, oh, the parking is going to click over soon. <laughs> we have done like an event this. with uh, trustees of reservation, afternoon tea, and so that we do the cookies for that and the scones. Oh, I saw photos of that. It was uh, quite impressive. It looked like a, a nice lawn full of people, and Eric was doing his uh, tea thing, and there was a great plate of food there. Right? Yeah, awesome. yeah. Quite a spread. And we made said. sandwiches Quite for a it. spread. So, yeah. So yeah. I like this. Here's what I've learned. He builds community. Wait a minute. That's what he said. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, this sounds this sounds cool. That's so like your dad, I'm Jim. less skeptical. Thank you. I'm less skeptical. Initially, when he said, well, I, what do you do? Well, I build community. That's like... That a, was just a throw you because he knew at CIC you'd appreciate that. Wow. So very cool. No, it's a, uh, it sounds okay. like a great business. No, it does. Is it a lifestyle business? Is it scalable? Oh, well, you know. Can you create other, other he Eric's? Too. He's been there. No, no I other. think you can create so, other Eric's. I, I'm in the midst of it. Used to have my brand as a as a um, photo of myself. Quick, Mark, what's the name of this company? Don't don't, don't answer. Bean Town. Bean Trust. We're in the same struggle on our way. Uh, Bean Trust. 
I got it the second and try. So, come here for criticism. And so I uh, changed it from my picture, which might be helpful, to a bean. And then the word trust is down. So you got your bean. Trust. And you got your bean trust. Have so. you considered getting the British actor, Mr. Bean? Sorry. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Maybe we could invite him here. Yeah, Have you ever yeah. seen Mr. Bean movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fun. Yeah. He's yeah, kind of like uh, Inspector like, Clouseau, but a little bit. He's yeah. like an adult. What's his face? Who's the guy? Who was? Who's the pervert? Um, I'm sorry, wasn't he? Who is the guy? Who's who, the pervert? How the hell would I know? Kind of shit do you think I watch? Who was the actor who looks just like Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean, but he apparently did um, kids stuff, and they arrested him in the back of a movie theater. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, um, yeah, he, uh, Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, right. uh, so doesn't Paul Bean Rubens. Doesn't Mr. Name. Bean look like uh, uh, Pee Wee Herman? Uh, in that they're slender guys with dark hair. <laughs> okay, we got half the population. Um, okay. Eric was trying to make a point, and you yes, interrupted Yes, uh, that's what we're here to do. <laughs> oh, maybe you were trying to make a point. <laughs> and you interrupted. Oh, there we go. So have, I think we've got... Have you ever seen the... Uh, listen to the uh, radio program, Car Talk? Oh, no. That's what we thought we were going to try and do with this whole podcast well, thing. But we failed. <laughs> we failed miserably. So, but it is but, time for you to say your favorite. Having wasted. Having a wasted a, a, a perfectly good a hour. Perfectly good hour. This is NPR. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they might sue us. Um, oh God, we'd never make it. I think we have we have wasted an hour. We have wasted exactly a little more than an hour. True. Well, um, I didn't start recording till I was late. It would have been an hour. So, so um, uh, I will come up, maybe with them, yeah. maybe yeah. maybe quietly. You just won't tell them. Um, I appreciate the uh, the the babka. Uh, the babka, the babka donation. It's very good. Uh, I like what you're doing. I think it looks and sounds really cool. I may need to validate this a few hundred times. Yeah, it's very it. good. It's, it's tasty. Yeah, no, appreciate it. Much appreciated. So, and, yeah. and it's great to meet a fellow performance major mm -hmm. that also understood that, you know, being a teacher is a great thing, but it's not for everyone. Will you penalize Yeah. Yes. Thank you. For Thank welcome. you very much. Thanks for inviting me. By the way, we may be able to publish this one within the next, what do you think, three yeah. years? Three years? <laughs> yeah, take about three years. Yeah, hopefully this business will still be open. Well, we're so busy. We have so many of these backed up now. I think you still have one backed up. That's the podcast we will not mention. Yes. <laughs> we'll tell you about that one a lot later. Thank That's you. Fine. Thank you.